Hi guys. I'm inside. Actually, I think we, I'm always inside when I record, so that makes that makes. Yeah, we've never done an outdoor episode. Every episode we've recorded is inside, but now we're like, are we going to class outside? What? Are we going to do class outside today? Yeah, we're going to go to the park. I was going to be is... like, we're going to do like an the... ASMR thing. Yeah, hello. Teacher guys. takes you to the park. Welcome back to Ethan's ASMR. Well, this is a, a special <laughs> ASMR episode of Style and Direction. A mentor podcast without the stuffiness. Maybe we should do that for the. uh, We should do that for the Patreon. Oh yeah, that's what we've. Yeah, we've been discussing what we're gonna do on Patreon, and uh, it's gonna be uh, for OnlyFans content and ASMR stuff. So get ready for some (laughs) of that. (laughs) Foot feet pics. I wasn't saying dick pics. Like imagine you're wearing like high waisted pants and then just like through the like. Uh, through the fly, got like a little. little I'm sure that's what out. a lot of our uh, a lot of our our listeners. That's all they're imagining. That's all. That's all you want, right? Yeah. Uh, I introduced. I think I introduced myself, right? I said I'm Ethan Wong, right? Uh, maybe if you didn't, you did it now. I, I did it now. DSO. What's up? Yeah. Welcome to Sound Direction. It's a Mensa podcast. Uh, quarantine edition. Yep. <laughs> quarantine guys... edition. For yep. a while. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, uh, optimistically, not for a while, but, well, you know, probably not. Um, so, if you're listening to this, you guys have listened to the uh, the Workshirt Casual article, the podcast, which was fun, and we recorded that way before this whole stuff kind of happened. I mean, we recorded it, like, seven days ago. <laughs> yeah, but this episode's not going to come out for, like, f- three weeks. So that's, that's true, yeah. Three weeks since then. Uh-huh. So yeah, we're we, recording we, today, uh, yesterday, Orange County, where I live, declared all non-essential businesses to be shut down. Uh, I'm sure it's something similar in L.A. County. Yeah, but I'm technically in Pasadena, so I don't know. But that's know L.A. About... County. Yeah, but according to the blackout map, it's it ed- it stopped at, like, Glendale. Okay. So I don't know what's exactly happening. Um, I don't... I feel like it's, like, a white person thing to get, like, emails from, like, your chamber of commerce, because I don't get any of that. I don't think any, like, anyone in my family got anything like that. Do you think it... Wait, are you saying that it's, like, uh, it's, like, discriminatory, or it's only white people sign up for those email lists? I think it's only white people that sign up for those emails. Okay. You know, like, like, whenever I think of, like, those, um, those, like, uh, neighborhood Facebook groups, all I can think of is, like, white people. It's... I have used those for, like, like if you're a journalism student those are super helpful um oh, yeah, if you ever sure. need to talk to senior citizens basically and yeah. i've used it and yeah it's all just like old people <laughs> old old people, people being like do you remember where like this restaurant when this restaurant used to be here and that's like that's it that's all they talk about all day it's awesome <laughs> who who would have known that white people talk about restaurants old white people well actually i don't yeah. know if they're white i don't know no I'm one knows orange yeah no one knows we're blind yeah um so what are you wearing today so you know we're in quarantine we're uh, just kind of chilling uh i was home i was sitting home yesterday from work because uh beverly hills got the mandate to shut down uh stuff so Scott chang is closed um so what are we wearing um i am making it a point at least for the time being that i'm like i want to like get dressed and like make my bed every day um i don't know it just feels makes things feel uh, a little bit more normal um yeah and so today i am wearing a classic which is a uh, chunky white turtleneck and blue denim uh button up on top with oh, jeans turtleneck yeah. base layer turtleneck base layer it's wow. not like a true it's like a roll neck it's not a true turtleneck but it's, it's the same thing i don't you know mock necks yeah. turtlenecks roll necks fuck it who cares dude um yesterday i was kind of i was wearing i, I like wearing pajama shirts because i kind of broke them out because like, okay if i'm gonna stay home might as well wear like a butt like one of those button-up pajama shirts which we'll get into mm-hmm. later um but today i'm wearing my jimbei which is uh, like a japanese home home like lounge attire which is like a like a kind of a side fastening top garment with like shorts that kind of it's gonna be made of like seersucker mm. um and i'm wearing you that got with, that like, at Muji, uh, right yeah, Muji. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember Scott got it in Japan. I don't know if it's from Muji. And then I got one because I was like, that's pretty sick. Yeah. And then for a while, I kind of just wore a t-shirt and ratty old pants that have a hole in the butt area and among other places. 
<laughs> what is, is that was that supposed to be sexy oh it's so sexy <laughs> okay if any lady listeners are coming on right now uh you mean as guests your... or something no i'm coming on my penis oh, okay got it yeah i'm implying sex okay yeah. i don't know what that means yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's great, um, but okay. uh, no, yeah. I'm I'm wearing that set right now because I don't foresee myself even going out to like. Because yesterday I went out to get like some like uh, with a Target or whatever. So, but today I don't really see myself going out to get more stuff. So, yeah, yeah. It's uh, um, yes. No, I was gonna say I'm probably gonna change into pajamas pretty quickly. Yeah, but... I, I'm in the same boat as you are, where I like to make sure I like do things that feel productive Mm -hmm. like i wake up i check my emails i take a shower because if i don't take a shower and i like after i wake up or after like i eat breakfast i will not take a shower the rest (laughs) of the day because it's like once it's past like lunch because like okay you're gonna eat lunch at home you know it's like okay well i'm all i'm all sweaty from eating i don't know if anyone else that's that Uh, (laughs) i love eating okay it depends on if I like what I'm eating, but yeah, no. Generally, I don't get I don't get sweats. Okay, well, you're not, you're not eating right. But anyway, like okay. it's like okay, on a typical okay on a typical day where you eat at home, you get like a bunch of McDonald's or whatever in and out. If it's like two o'clock and you eat, okay, it looks like you're not doing anything that day, you know. But because it's like a weekday, not like a weekend or like a vacation, it's like I gotta make sure I do something. Yeah. that, you know, feels good. So I gotta wake up. Uh, I ran this morning actually because I was like, okay, I, I got ran. I'm gonna... I went to Iran. Oh my god! Yeah, how is it? How is it over there? Isn't it like the second worst place for the COVID nineteen other than Italy? I th- think so. I know that U.S. sanctions are like n- not making things nice over there. So yeah, <laughs> not to get all yeah. political, but uh, yeah. Um, but no, I, I went for a run because I was like, well, if I'm going to stay inside and like eat chips and fucking like whatever, I should try and be healthy. And I don't really feel yeah. like doing pushups cause I don't think I have good form. Um, you could, well, so, you have plenty of time to practice now. You can make good form. Yeah. Who cares? Okay. I'll, I'd rather run. I'd rather just yeah. run. <laughs> you can't, you can't run wrong. You just got to do it. You go outside. I'm sure you can. <laughs> okay. Like well, this is not, this is not a workout. This is not a workout. Uh, podcast anyway um yeah i did that and i kind of came back inside so i was like well time to do some writing um unsure of work situations but i was like okay well i got the podcast going on today and that's an actual thing to do what are you gonna do for blog content for the foreseeable future what are you talking about i have ideas all the time there's a there's always archives of stuff man are you for are you just gonna forget about the ski article do you forget about the ski thing that's gonna are you just gonna be taking photos of yourself in your backyard yeah okay why not yeah i mean wh- yeah exactly I mean, I, why i'm not? still wearing the stuff okay here okay first off this is a, here we're, let's get to the fashion part now i think that we know if you're at home um maybe if you're sick um or you're in quarantine like like right now i think you should wear clothes that make you feel happy because yeah otherwise you're gonna go crazy you, you have mean, to have something like our hobby. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. We have a bad hobby for this situation because it's basically all about like going out and showing off, kind of. Yeah. Um. And so right now it's like, what do you do? And at the very least, the thing you could do is just kind of wear an outfit that makes you feel good. Yeah. I mean, it's it really comes back to wearing clothes for yourself because now you are removed from any context right you are there is no there is no event that you're going to there's no co-worker there's no office dress code it's just you i mean maybe if you're doing like you know if you've got like a work conference like a zoom call or you're a teacher maybe you have to actually put on a tie but um other than that like you could fucking do whatever you want you know yeah and this is the time to experiment (laughs) Yeah, this is the this is the great best time for it, you know. And take take your selfies outside. I know a lot of my friends on MFA, you know, they don't they're not blessed to have a tripod set up or a photographer friend to take pictures of them at their work or in between stuff. So they take their pictures in their backyard. Mm-hmm. I like our friend Young Chomsky does that. Um, yeah, he's he's doing know, it. He's quarantined, but he's still uh, he's still he's putting still on a tie every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so 
you know, that's kind of the focus on this blog post. Oh, no, sorry. Or, yeah, the show notes and this and podcast episode is, like, what to wear when you're kind of stuck at home. Um, what to wear when or, you're expecting. Yeah. When you're expecting, expecting. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, how, how did, so, first off, how do you feel about, you know, like, wearing suits and stuff at home? If you want to do that, go ahead. I mean, I did that, like, when I was a kid. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that's a childish... <laughs> I'm not implying that that's a childish thing to do, but... You know, like, I, I think part of my love of clothes has come from when I was a kid. I loved, like, wearing costumes. Like, I don't think I've gotten into this other show. But, yeah, I would wear, I would wear like, Halloween costumes or whatever all the time because I like to play pretend. And now I'm kind of doing the same thing. It just I, uh, much more expensive. I've, you've never told that to, like, yeah. me before. That's, cr- that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to I be that. fair, you know, before I would, like, you know... I I grew up Christian as well, and I had to like you know you wear my my denomination was very um, conservative, so you know people wore like suits and ties to to church, yeah. and I got bored of it. But when I saw Inspector Gadget, <laughs> I was like, hey, technically he looks smart. So if I just wear that, it's like I'm being Inspector Gadget to church. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Yeah. So I kind of I definitely kind of feel that. Um, I haven't really worn suits at home. I don't know if I will put on a tie. I mean, I, for those of you who don't know, I kind of plan my outfits in advance. I think I've mentioned that on like the uniform, um, podcast or something like that. Uh, whenever I get inspiration for something, you know, whether I like, I'm like looking on Instagram, I see Drake's post or I'm seeing fucking like a Cary Grant thing or work where I'll be like, Oh, that's cool. And so I kind of like, I make the outfit as I feel it. And then I lay it out and then it, you know, I put it for the weekend or if it's work appropriate, I wear it to work. And uh, since I was sent home yesterday, I have, like, three outfits that are just kind of sitting there. So I feel like I might break them out or something. And because it's supposed to rain this week and it was raining um, a couple of weeks ago for the past couple of weeks for for L.A., they were kind of, like, casual. Like, they're not, like, wearing a suit. They're just kind of, like, you know, like, maybe, like, a tie with, like, a chore coat or something. So they felt pretty good about homeware if I wanted to do it, you know? Yeah. So I may break that out. Um, just because I want to feel like, you know, I'm going through my wardrobe. I'm not, I, I think I mentioned, I hate defaulting into clothes. I hate being like, okay, well I'm, I'm home. I guess I'm going to wear a t-shirt. I hate that feeling. It's like, okay, if I'm going to wear pajamas or I'm going to wear sweatpants or whatever, I got to like feel the need to wear it. You, you got to feel the need for tweed. Yeah, exactly. Except I seldom really wear tweed as much as I used to. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, but even then I, so like, um, as we move on, I think. A lot of people have a lot of hate, especially menswear, vintage menswear guys, about pajamas, you know, sweaters, homeware. And I think hopefully this this podcast will help you kind of see that in a better light. Because lately, you know, as a guy who's been expanding his style, I'm sure Spencer is the same way. When you get more inspiration, you're like, hey, no, that's actually pretty cool. Like, you got to find, like, the good stuff, the good inspiration to feel okay about something. So let's talk about pajamas. Okay, let's start. Let's start with there, like full pajama, like actual pajamas, not like yeah. what you wear to sleep. Because I know Spencer and I wear like our V-neck undershirts with like a uh, our like elastic waist pants from like Target. Yeah. But like, let's talk about like actual pa- like pajamas. Like I think there's one like Sleepy Jones, right? Yeah, Sleepy Jones and Derek Rose are the my two like those are the Pete two Rose? pajama. Pete Rose. Okay. Uh, those are the two brands that I know like offhand, and they both make really great stuff. Sleepy Jones, I found out about because I think the Drake's Instagram, or at least the Drake's guys, were wearing them for a while. And I think specifically uh, Fred the the Constellation pajamas, which I okay. still think look really cool. And so again, by this we mean like a button-up shirt, like a yeah with, full set, uh, uh, yeah full like a button-up shirt with like elastic draw or drawstring pant. Oh man, I just burped. Take a shot, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, a set, yeah. And yeah, the constellation one is really cool. We'll include a picture of that in the show notes because mm-hmm. you know I think it goes back to um, my family never grew up wearing like pajama pajamas. Maybe my mom did, but you know my dad would just wear like like one of those like merch tees like from City of Hope. <laughs> yeah. And so because like you know those like City of Hope fundraiser blah, blah blah that they always give out to the employees. So like he um, he would just wear that with like target pants, which is kind of what I wear to sleep now. But my mom has always been kind of like a preppy kind of person. She owned the original um 
the ha- uh, the preppy hand guide handbook mm. whatever which is out of print now and i wish i still found it because like it's like you know from like 1983 or something like that you know yeah that's a shame um, but i think she always liked it um and she had a few sets of pajamas and uh i don't oh i do own i own two i own two sets okay I have, yeah, let's go through them yeah so i have one which maybe if i wear it this week i'll take a picture and i'll include it into the show notes uh it's like me wearing um well i am wearing it it's it's a um it's like a gingham oversized gingham check of like a kind of brush cotton so it's kind of flannelly but it's like cotton still light you know it's not super heavy um just a button-up shirt with like the camp collar and uh pants what I hate is that the pants don't have pockets. And I don't think a lot of pajama sets have pockets. Yeah. Um, like I have I have one set that does, but I think I okay. have two pajama sets that do not have pockets. Yeah, it's a weird thing, which is one reason why I stopped wearing them because, you know, my pants that I would get from Target, you know, just standalone pants, they had pockets. And I'm like, well, if I'm like going up the stairs, you know, I need my phone with me. I don't want to hold it you know exactly. put it in my pocket um and then the shirt has like a breast pocket which is kind of what i used to hold my fucking stuff you know yeah yeah that's um, what you have to use to hold everything unless you wear a robe which might be which assumed that be, so that's why right, they don't have yeah. the uh the, yeah the pockets i think you know pajamas have a kind of like an old school connotation because you know back then you know back in the day you you had like a full change of clothes for everything you did, right? Like mm-hmm. you had your business suit. And then if you went for dinner, you know, you take off the jacket and you wear like your smoking jacket or your um, like dinner jacket, I guess. Yeah. Or you change into like tuxedo for, for dinner. And then you would change into your pajamas and your robe when you're around the house. So, you know, again, most people out there don't really wear pajama sets, but people that still make them kind of go after that old school kind of feel, which is why yeah. they probably lack pockets and everything um and then the other set i have sleepy jones has pockets we're gonna we're gonna find out um which brands have pockets do it yeah Um, and we'll include that in the show notes just for your uh for your buying pleasure i guess yeah um and the other set i have is from my mom because my mom um you know she bought them in like the 90s so they were like oversized so like for me it fits perfectly and it has monkeys on them (laughs) (laughs) it's it's yellow and it's got monkeys and it's super cute and i i think those ones actually have pockets i don't think i've seen those before uh because i i we don't wear i don't wear pajamas around like pajama sets you know so um so we're being told in the comments that sleepy jones does have pockets i might have to buy some sleepy jones yeah, they're 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 good stuff. You can, I mean, they're like more expensive than you would normally pay. They're for They're like one thir- one twenty or one thirty, right, or something like that. Between a hundred and two hundred. Yeah, yeah, See, but, but I mean, like one of those it's things cool. Where, like, it's like if you buy, yeah, yeah, if you buy like the one, maybe it's worth it, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I do love the idea of wearing wearing your pajama sets with like a robe. I thrifted a robe, mm. um, a dress. It's more of like a dressing gown because it's made of silk. Um, but I got that from, uh, one of our favorite antique malls in Orange County. Um, and I don't, I mean, I've been wearing it now cause I'm home, <laughs> but before yeah. me, I just bought it. It was like, it was like 60 bucks. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. You know, it's like, it's got like a purplish brown body with like red silk. Um, well, the whole thing's silk, but like yeah. a red, like, you know, padded, uh, collar and cuffs. And it's really cool. It fits me. And, um, it's so loose. It's so cool. And it makes sense to kind of wear at home. Cause, um, for me wearing a robe is kind of like your sport coat of the house. Kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause I like, you know, with my whole casual article, it's like about finding these analog analogies and like connotations to like tailoring. So like a pajama set might be your suit or your butt, your shirt and trouser. And then you'd wear the robe as like your, your jacket piece, you know, and it kind of feels more cohesive. It feels like, you know, you're putting an outfit together instead of, you know, just defaulting. It just, it just, that's how my mind works. And that's how I'm able to like feel happy about what I'm wearing at home. You know? Yeah. Um, how, how about you, Spencer? What pajama sets do you have? So I do have, I have a couple of pajama sets. I have one that is a heavy flannel that I got as okay. a gift that I, I like. I wear that when it's cold. That's one of the ones, I think that's the one that doesn't have pockets. The other two I got when I was working uh, at the 
the Tux rental place at Macy's, and I got a Macy's employee discount for a while. So I got a couple nice. of I, I I just like I just got a couple of like the cotton pajama sets and like just stripe and check. Uh, I believe those do have pockets. But yeah, I mean those are just lightweight cotton. They're good for the summer. I don't wear them a whole lot because generally, like as we said, if I'm going to sleep, I just default to like a t-shirt for a play I was in and like I have pajama bottoms or sweatpants something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I um but yeah. Yes. I I have two robes. Um I have two of them. So I do have one silk one that I haven't worn in a while. Uh that I I recall I think I got that pretty cheap on like Facebook, like someone was selling it on Facebook. And okay. the other one I got, it's just like um a lightweight wool flannel like red plaid very classic one from the 40s i got that one from joyride for like 20 30 bucks uh and that one i do get a lot aware of especially in the winter time i like i throw it on with pajamas yeah i i kind of wish i found one like you know like those pendleton ones that we that we've mm-hmm. been like talking about lately in our chats um those are really cool um and then i just remembered like when i was in college i don't know what the fuck happened to it but I had like a terry cloth robe. I think it was like my dad's from like the nineties or something. Yeah. And I wore that, you know, a first few weeks of college. And then I was like, this is dumb. I'll just, you know, wear a fucking towel around my waist <laughs> and just go and change in my room. But I kind of wish I still had that. Cause it's kind of fun. You know, yeah, I, I recall that's a bummer that, that you don't have that anymore. I remember there was a picture, I think of a tire house, uh, which is a, you know, it's an independent retailing retailer in Hong Kong. Um, Arnold Wong posted it. I'm not sure if he's still over there. I think he still is, but he had like a bespoke or, you know, I don't know, made to measure terry cloth robe, but instead of like the shawl collar that we all think of, it had like a peak lapel. Ooh, which was that's really cool. Really cool. And it was like, yeah. And it was like a, it was like a very, like, it was like a Navy or like almost like a Royal blue color. Um, I don't know if it was just, you know, the Instagram filter or whatever, um, but it was really cool. Like, kind of like, you know, I think you put like a book in like one of like the uh, patch pockets, you know, to kind of add mm. to like the mannequin look. Really cool. Made me think about getting a terry cloth robe if I could find one. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, I don't need it. You know, it's whatever. But, you know, it's one of those things that's like, okay, if I was at home, this would be kind of cool to, to kind of wear around, you know, mm-hmm. especially I mean- after the fucking shower because as we said before in the casual one the casual shirt uh, piece terry cloth shirts are great when you're like at the pool or the beach because like why we're wrap a towel and just wear a fucking shirt robes do the same thing except yeah. for the shower and looking at the sleepy jones website they have a couple of really nice looking terry cloth robes they have the uh, blue one with like white trim um Ooh, okay they have a bright yellow one which is a lot of fun Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, uh, what was the, what's the other brand? Let's look at Derek Rose. I just want to say, we're not sponsored by these people. We're just, no, we're just I don't own, I don't own either of these. And the, uh, the reason I'm singling these two brands out is because they're the only, the only like luxury pajama brands that I know off, off the top of my head. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, like, oh yeah, you said that you wear like your, um, <laughs> your, your drama t-shirts yeah like i got t-shirts for every play i was in in high school so i have i have a bunch of those i have like random t-shirts from vacations or whatever or like sometimes you know if if i have uh, like i'm a a good boy at j crew they give me a little gift card and i'm like i have five more dollars to spend i'll get a t-shirt yeah i um my t-shirts are usually just like my undershirts from wearing them out you know like yeah I wear undershirts when I wear my tailoring. So whenever I get home, I kind of just wear that and I throw on like a hoodie or a zip up or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a couple of like vintage tees that I maybe will break out now that I'm at home a lot more, but you know, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But that brings me to my next thing, which I'm talking about sweaters. Cause sweaters are yep. fun to wear at home. Those are good. Um, and then, you know, sweaters, you know, those can count as like, you know, like a turtleneck, like Spencer said, he's wearing, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, crew neck sweaters and stuff, you know, the, like, but what about sweatshirts? I love sweatshirts. Yeah. Which ones, uh, the, as you recall in the other article or any other pieces, I've been like kind of obsessed with them lately and mm-hmm. they're a lot of fun, you know, um, they, they're vibrant. They're a lot lighter 
um, than modern sweatshirts that I, that I, at least I find. Yeah, I don't know um, if that's because they're like old and kind of like like broken in, more delicate, or if it's because yeah. that's just how they they were. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, everyone loves them. Doug, um, Keith, Vintage Warrior loves mm-hmm. wearing them, and you know. These guys tend to wear them out, you know, you wear them with like jeans, you wear them with like under like a chore coat or like a USMC chore coat, the green one, yeah. whatever. Um, but I love them for like home wear and like working out, you know, kind of like an old school athletic kind of thing. Because I mean, for, that's what they were. That's what, yeah, that's exactly what they wore. And to me, they kind of have like this, they look like an old school, like prep 60s kind of thing. Like when you would see like athletes would wear them. Yeah. And so, you know. Again, from in my head, approximating a look or going for a look is one way for me to like enjoy it. And mm-hmm. so I wear mine at home with my dad's old 80s sweatpants, which are high waisted, no pockets for some reason. Again, uh, <laughs> but they're kind of like they're like straight legged and they end right at my ankles. So they look like old school sweatpants as opposed to like today yeah. where they kind of taper or have like a elastic at the cuff or something. Um, but they've been they've been really fun. I know Spencer has like LVC uh, sweatshirts. Yeah, I have one LVC sweatshirt that used to be yours. That's like in a lavender. I think you said that when you got it, it was some kind of like prototype. Yeah, because I think that I mean they they make those loop wheel ones fa- fairly often each season. Yeah, I mean they have like a variation of it like every season. Yeah, but I think according to a friend, they said like they've never seen that color, and it could have been maybe the either someone dyed it or it was like a prototype color. That yeah, but had. it's this really cool lavender. I wear it's like you know, I that's very comfortable. I wear that at home. Yeah. I I have one that I got from Wallace and Barnes, which was my favorite thing that we had at J Crew for a while, and it was this '30s style um, two tone sweatshirt. Oh yeah, um, that's a good one. Where it's like oatmeal on the body, but then all the ribbing is like a navy. Uh, I have another gray one that I got at J Crew, and then a white, like kind of reproduction, uh, double V vintage one, um, that I bought off of Doug. I don't recall the brand, but it's it's very it's very nice. But yeah, yeah I mean, a lot of wear you know, I think wearing wearing those ones is a lot better than like you know wearing like your old fucking zip up hoodies or whatever that you yeah. kind of, like, feel is too lame. Like when they're mindful mindfully designed you know when they've got like a look for them you know i think it you know again it makes you feel better about wearing it because it's like oh this is cool it's not like my red ever hoodie it's like a hoodie that you know either is vintage or that i've invested in that has cool details and um i i like them i mean i in the future i think for the summer i might you know write an article just on the vintage sweatshirts and you know you could wear them um with uh with jeans like you i think there's like a couple of like uh pictures of like guys in like ivy league campuses wearing them over ocbds and stuff yeah i think is super sick um and you know something to consider as you're staying at home you know if you just um want to wear something smart that's not like a sport coat you can wear you know wear a button-up shirt and wear this over it because you know there's a picture i think i have somewhere of like jimmy stewart kind of in his backyard he's wearing like a you know a crew neck sweatshirt but he's wearing it with like chinos and loafers i'm like that's that's cool it's smart you know it still Mm -hmm. looks good and it doesn't feel like you're overdressed for being at home, but also like you're not being super lazy, you know? And yeah. again, um, I don't know if I talked about this before, but like having an outfit for doing work around the house is a good way to separate your work life balance, you know, because again, you're at home and, you know, presumably some of you guys will have to work from home or do studying. So like if you're dressed up to just do your homework and then you can change pajamas afterward, it'll might be better for you and we would try that out you know that's what i'm kind of doing i know spencer does the same thing um and um yeah um keep keep an eye out for like the future sweatshirt article i know i'm gonna write it because again it's like my latest obsession lately um and because we're in it we're in the sweet spot with that right now because we're like it's gonna be the last couple weeks of it being chillier out we're getting some of that like early spring rain um yeah and so i don't know how much longer we're going to be able to comfortably wear sweatshirts but right now they're they're really good like today where i am it's like 60 degrees which is basically as cold as it normally gets in southern california yeah and in the mornings here like again when i went on my run this morning yeah it gets pretty chilly in the mornings. it was fucking cold dude (laughs) i mean again we're, we're talking about like things that are like 
like 55 degrees but yeah you know, we're, again we're, we're compared babies, to our compatriots is... in like uh, in europe and new york i'm sure that we sound like total jackasses for, yeah, for we being do. cold we're so cold it's like 57 oh, degrees is a nice brisk spring day for like 90 yeah, yeah. percent of the country and we're here like i can't go out in these conditions <laughs> um but let's let's move on now to uh to shirts um now I don't really like wearing button-up shirts at home. I just I for some reason I can't really get my mind to it. I'm sure that's going to change as I like I said I'm going to wear you know the clothes I prepared for the week uh, just to be in my backyard or do some work <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Um, but you know I I personally think that you know wearing an Oxford shirt is pretty easy. Like I'm not I don't think I'm going to wear any kind of like poplin shirts. I don't really like that for home stuff. Yeah. Um, but Oxfords are great. Um, and I think loop collars are good because like loop collars again have that approximate pajama feel yeah so, like, i wore it's my easy for um, you to kind of you know get, get i wore my like vin- like groove and high one the other day that was ve- that's very comfortable because the groove it's nice because it's also a pretty loose fit so it's just it's super mm. easy to just throw on yeah yeah i mean that's exactly why they're good i mean and if you because they're kind of heavier like you, they're usually made of like rayon gabardine or wool or something you can kind of get a couple days wear out of them if you just, you know, because you're at home, you can just change into it later. You put yeah. them on over a T-shirt, you know, totally. It's totally fine. Um, and then work shirts. Work shirts are great. You know, listen to the mm-hmm. other podcast. Another another good one. I don't want to rehash it, but, you know, that's a good one to kind of figure out which shirts to wear at home. Um, now, how about pants? You know, I'm other than pants. like. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, how about pants, man? How about? How about them? Um, yeah. What? I again, I like I said, like we, I like wearing my sweatpants at home here. Um, how about okay? So, are you a chinos or a jeans at home kind of guy? Generally, jeans. My Levi's, like you know, eighteen sixty eight or whatever, eighteen, wh- whatever the ones without belt loops. Those are like my kind of default, like at home pants, just mm-hmm. because they're again, just it's, it's very easy to throw on and it goes with everything. Um, I have, I have a couple pairs of Chino, like Chinos that I, that I wear, but generally I'm just going to be wearing these jeans. They're really soft, broken in. It's nice. Yeah. I think that, um, I would love to wear like my teenage jeans a lot more, but because they're like the most stiff ones and they've, they've kind of softened up, especially after my trip to Japan. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, eh, like something, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll just have to get through it. And, you know, as I again get fatigued about not having any outfits to wear that i feel proud of i'm sure i'll yeah. default into jeans and combining them with stuff you know um kind of want to try chinos i know a lot of i mean when you look back in the day lots of guys wore like suits at home mm-hmm. you know and it's just i love the look from it the, the look of it and Maybe it's because of like, oh, yeah, it's cool, like, lookbook kind of feel. But, like, if there's no one taking my picture, what's the point? You know? Exactly. And I don't have a couch in my house, so I can't really, like, lounge anywhere. Like, all I have is, like, a computer chair and, like, my bed. And I don't want to put my suit in my bed, you know? Yeah. Um, So it's one of those things. But, yeah, I think... I think chinos would be fun, like like a military chino. I don't know if I'd wear, like, my Yeah, like a wide, like a wide leg, like, non Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, that's exactly. how, that's how, that's, you know, you also see a lot of guys wearing that back in the day. They'll just wear, like, chinos, a white undershirt, you know, just lounging around the house, something like that. Yeah. Um, I did just get those easy pants from Uniqlo, uh, like the wide leg elastic waist ones. Um, hmm. The only downside is that they're kind of not suitable for cold weather. They're, like, cotton, linen, silk or something, like, like a, or, like, a synthetic silk or something. So they're very light. Yeah. They're very cool, you know. It's very, like, you know, a Japanese aesthetic, you know, high waist pleats, but, like, they end right at the ankle. Hmm. But, you know. That's nice. Like, I might have to I might have to order some off the website or something. Yeah, d- please, please do. I highly recommend it. But, like, you know, they're just kind of, they're too light, I think, you know. Like, it's the opposite. How do they, compa- how do they compare to the ones that we got the, a couple of years ago? The, the Searlock Sucker, Sucker ones? ones? Um, okay, so for the guys who don't know, for a while, our, like, wide leg casual pant was our Searsucker from Uniqlo. They were super delicate. Um, they wrinkled like crazy, um, which is, which is fun, but I like these ones a bit more because they, they're more of like a matte feel, you know, like okay. they're just kind of straight and, uh, the wide leg is, I think better and you don't have to, well, at least for my size, I bought a small and I don't have to roll them up, which That's is nice. fun. Yeah. Um, but you know, I can't speak for how it is on you. 
Um, but I feel like they're too much of like a vacation pant for me to wear at home. Especially at least for now when things are kind of like 50, 60 degrees outside mm. or inside my house. Because my house is very cold. Yeah. Temporarily um, out of stock due to high, de- high demand. There you go. So you missed out. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Uh-huh. This is why you got to... You know, I think a lot of things that I buy... Um, this is kind of off topic, but like I'll wear like I I'll wear my um, my yellow Lambswell Uniqlo uh, crew neck sweater. Got it like two years ago or last year, and people have asked, "Oh, where's that from?" I'm like, "Oh, it's Uniqlo." They're like, "Oh, is it up right now?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> like nothing. I don't think anything I wear is ever available. It's either custom, vintage, or like a lot of seasons ago." And I don't know if like again this we might have mentioned this on the how we buy things uh, podcast, but. I'm always concerned that people are like are always looking for like another thing because it's like does no one just hold on to their shit, mm. you know? Like yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, maybe they just you know they they weren't around, they weren't aware of like that particular colorway when it came out. But for me, like a lot of my stuff is just so old. Like my my Cheetos from Banana Republic are like four years old now, and they're still great, <laughs> and you can't get them because now they all have stretch in them, mm. you know. So it's, it's unfortunate, but I keep wearing them. I don't really feel the need to, like, update them. Uh, but anyway. I'm looking at the uh, website, and a good alternative um, is the Men's U Relaxed Wide Fit Pants, which I might order. Wait, they isn't have, that the one I was talking about? Maybe. Is it the one with the drawstring waist? Or Yep, that's the one. Okay, so Men U Relaxed Wide Fit Pants. Um, I, might, yeah, I, might I might have to get the dark brown one. That's nice. I got I got dark brown and black. Yeah, those are the two that I got. Um, yeah, those look like I would get a lot of wear out of those, especially for the next couple weeks, maybe longer, probably. Long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I I, w- I would probably live in those like in summertime. So. Uh huh. Um, but, uh, yeah. Well, did we go through the whole list already? We talked about. We Rogue can't have. I mean, we could talk we- about hoodies. You mentioned zip up hoodies. Do you have? Do you have any? Well, yeah, you do have a couple cool have- hoodies. Yeah, I do. So other than the the, the uh, other than the color ones, um, I have in gray, purple, and blue. I have a, f- a couple um, that are not vintage. I mean, they're vintage because they're old, but they're not vintage like cool, you know. But yeah. they're cool to me. Um, uh, I have one from uh, Berkeley, which has a raglan sleeve, and it's like perfectly. Like, it's super light now. The ribbing is kind of ripped because they're they're really old. It's ripping now. Uh, Huh? It's ripping. It's not ribbing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought that my mom got it when she went through, like, when she traveled to Berkeley because, you know, she's a healthcare consultant and she, you know, she travels a lot, you know. But when I was talking to her, I think she got this back in, like, the 80s or 90s. Wow. So, I mean, it raglan sleeve, you know, that's kind of a fun thing. Wide ribbing. I mean, it is kind of big. Um, it's even big on me. It's kind of like elongated from like you know being washed and like worn to the gym all the time that at least that's what i do um but that one's cool i used to wear that one a lot until i got more vintage hoodies and then i just found my astro camp hoodie oh that's right yeah it's a great lovely forest like dark green it's been my favorite color lately um if you remember from the uh casual shirt one of my favorite um uh sawtooth gab shirts is the same color green and it's very simple. It just says Astrocamp with the O is a planet. Um, <laughs> and it's it's fun. It's still kind of big. I don't know why I bought like a medium when I was like in like sixth grade and I was like five <laughs> feet tall. Um, but you no, I, yeah, into I, it. Yeah, I, I have a feeling it's my mom's. Like I think I bought two and I lost mine. And my mom just kind of had it in her closet. And I took it <laughs> back because it's great. Um, it definitely feels like a... Like, you know, an early 2000s hoodie is kind of thick. On the, It's got, like, the kind of, like, that um, fake fleece on the inside that kind mm-hmm. of is, like, feels weird. But it's still, it's very warm, so I don't wear it a lot because I just default to my vintage ones. Um, but that was great. I also found my, um, I have a, another purple one. A purple one from my high school when I, um, I think it's my class of 2012 um, uh, sweatshirt because it has... I don't know why we love, I think because our school went to New York. So we, instead of I heart NY, we had I heart SGA. 
okay. uh, which are the letters of my high school and it's um that's all it is but on the back it says media director i think or something like on it and i swear i have a gray one which says my high school student association on it and i it's that one's gray and it has an illustration of me on the back which i think is hilarious i need to fucking find that shit because i would love to talk about it but yeah. if i could find it in my house i guess i have unlimited time in my house now to go fucking <laughs> look for shit so yeah those are those are fun i mean they're kind of like i don't have a lot of like drama tees like spencer but i guess i guess i have like hoodies from high school that, i yeah you know, that i, I have, have here i have a the i don't i don't think i have any more hoodies from high school but mm-hmm. the, my sleeping hoodie that i wear all the time is well i have i have three hoodies um one of them is like i'm I, one of them uh one of them is just like my uh one that i got from my school newspaper in college mm-hmm. uh and then i have two like kind of cool ones one of them is a true vintage one from the 50s it's all white cotton um it's very lightweight very soft so that one's nice uh and then i have a reproduction like double pocket one from Velvachine. Uh, both those I okay. bought off of Doug. Thanks, Doug. This yeah, episode is sponsored du- by Doug. Du- double pockets are really great. I have a, I have a, I only have one zip-up hoodie, which is a navy. That's like, um, what do you call it? Like it's very short in the sleeves because that's mm-hmm. how things are. I'm pretty sure it's a youth size or a, like a young, like junior high size. But I got it because um, the length is good for high waisted pants. Yeah, and um, that's much more important to me than sleeve length. Because mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like it I don't like that pouch that like paunch you get when you wear like a a, a hoodie you know yeah that's uh, that's that's tough yeah so I uh, yeah I like the vintage ones and if we go back to sweatpants I just remember I have another pair which is really cool it's from um, Abercrombie and Fitch I got them from when I went to college like seven years ago and it's there's no Abercrombie and Fitch branding on it at all which is great oh that's and right it, yeah. Yeah, these ones are really good. It's like black, and then like the rib, the cut, like the uh, the cut, the rib cuff on the on the hem, on the bottom, it has like a white and black stripe, which makes it look very like kind of preppy, Ivy school, whatever. And I love wearing that with like loafers. I think that looks super sick, white socks and loafers. Um, and I think you know, again, approximating certain looks make me more happier to wear athletic clothing you know again like if i wear my astrocamp hoodie with like fucking chinos and loafers i think that's pretty sick um or you wear like again the hoodie um or the vintage hoodies with like jeans and boots i think that's pretty cool because a lot of our friends do that same thing or you wear it with like converse or canvas sneakers um it's all about you know creating looks that you're proud of mm-hmm. um you and you know you're using items that you know you would normally like scoff at you know I think it's kind of funny. Uh, we should link that article that Simon Crompton did where he got like a bespoke cashmere hoodie or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. But I mean, like, hey, I mean, like, it's like one of those things. If you where, like, can you afford know, it, why not? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure Simon, you know, hated wearing, um, Simon hated wearing like hoodies, you know, because, you know, he's like the authority on bespoke menswear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, if you find a way to make it, you know, personal to you uh, and a way that makes you like wearing it, then you should do it. Yep. You know, we're not we're not minimalist wardrobe people. We definitely like being max. I mean, you can see, um, well, I have a lot of clothes behind me. Spencer has stuff. <laughs> a as lot of well. clothes, not behind you me, know. but yeah, in my house. Um, but yeah, so uh, oh, someone just asked. Uh, Ava just asked what I'm wearing right now. It's not an indigo bathrobe, but it's an indigo djembe, uh, which is kind of like a like a like a puckery seersucker kind of fabric. I mentioned at the top of the episode because we're live, like we normally are when we do uh, our podcast episodes. Yep. And we're going to be doing it probably earlier now. Um, normally we wait until Ethan was on his lunch break, but now his lunch break can be whenever he wants it. Yeah, don't so. uh, kind of makes me sad. Let's not say that. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so I think that'll do it for that whole we, section. We, we here. did get a yeah, we did get a couple questions on live. Let's answer those before yeah. uh, it kicks us off and we lose them. Yeah, Spencer, why don't you go check it out right here? So we'll we were just asked, will you guys be posting hashtag quarantine themed OOTDs outfits of the day? Um, follow my stories. You'll see that on there. I still have a lot of. I mean, I like using my Instagram as like an archive of like my favorite pictures. And again, as I 
before the whole thing happened, I was even taking a break of posting articles every week because, you know, I've talked a lot about sports shirts, spear points, kind of like running out of like long articles. So now there's a lot more space in between. And so instead of updating about an article each week, I can like show pictures from like my New York trip or like when I went to Japan, more stuff that I'm proud of sharing. So I don't know about on the feed. I'm sure it'll come up eventually. Yeah. But my story is definitely going to be quarantine stuff. Yeah, I'm going to. I mean, posting is all is that's what we have left now. That's our lifeline. So um, I'm going to try to be posting more on my story. Um, we'll see at what point I get lazy and just like stop and wearing clothes and just wearing pajamas. But <laughs> until then, never, I refuse. I refuse that let that happen. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? I'm. Um, oh, follow the uh, Instagram a style and direction. We'll be posting a lot more mood content and like yeah. inspirational pictures just because uh, we have more time to think about that stuff now. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Um, what other questions do we have, Spencer? So we have there. Uh, someone called us legends. Thank you. I don't think we're legends, but I appreciate it. Um, it's true. All of it. That's all of it. It's true. Uh, how do you feel about staying in? I mean, so I was at work uh, the past couple of, you know, until yesterday, and I was sent home uh, because we got the order from Beverly Hills. So uh, it's starting to hit me just because, uh, you know, filing for unsure if I have to file for unemployment, seeing what's going to happen. I know um, I don't think Ascot Chen kind of uh, foresaw this stuff happening, you know, um, just because, you know, we're not really as busy. We're kind of appointment based. So it's not really, you know. As, as, as straightforward as like Spencer stuff, but Spencer found out that J. Crew was closed through Instagram. Yeah, and I told him about so, it. Yeah, so my store, well, all J. Crew shops closed, and I found out about it because Ethan told me, not because I heard from my store. You know, I'm sure that they had a reason, but uh, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be working uh, there, uh, at least for the time being. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a very, it's a very tough time for, you know, a lot of us young people who are not uh-huh. in like kind of corporate jobs. I know some of our friends who are corporate, they get to work from home, you know, a little bit more, yeah, more I mean, uh, security I, there and everything. You know, I have, I have a job that I can work from home, but at a certain point it's going to be, you know, it, a big part of that job is going in person and fulfilling orders and making sure the stock room is organized. And if I can't do that, you know, I'm going to have, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah but yeah so we you know we'll see we're trying to stay positive uh-huh. um yeah anything I think, else Spencer, before we go into our yeah day? i mean obviously you know this is going to be tough no one i don't think anyone that says they know what's going to happen is lying um i'm trying to stay positive but you know the you know things things might get tough but it's gonna be okay i'll survive yeah and um, one of the last things here, uh, someone uh, all just asked lounge footwear recommendations. Oh, um, I don't rarely wear shoes in the house, but I love wearing my penny loafers. Yeah, uh, I a have. Lot. I have a I have a pair of slippers that are like fleece lined that are still good. Oh, those are fun. I've been wearing yeah. those a lot. I need. I want to get more slippers, like Belgian slippers. Obviously, I really like those. Are for those who okay. like a lightweight le- leather. Um, but they seem, yeah, they just seem like a really good, like, summer slipper. Because, um, you know, I'm a white family, so we sometimes wear shoes in the house. But if I'm not going anywhere, I don't want to, you know, put on socks and shoes. I just want something to slip into so my feet stay warm because I do get uh, cold feet um, Yeah. whenever I get married. He gets nerd, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, get yeah. I do get my feet get cold. And uh, if I'm going outside, I don't like to go outside barefoot. So some easy just yeah. throw on. Yeah, I mean, I wear Birkenstocks whenever I'm like doing stuff around the house. Um, I I don't they don't really fit me right. I don't really like them anymore. Um, <laughs> like I can't wear them with socks because they don't. This grip is not anymore. sponsored, by the way. <laughs> yeah, um, this is anti Birkenstocks. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I do like the idea of having good slippers. I don't. Really, I've been wearing the same ones forever. They're mine. Mine are white, and so they are dirty as hell because they're white. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, you know. Um, the Filipinos call them chinilas, uh, which is, uh, you know, I always grew up wearing them. I don't really call them slippers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there, there are those like those like leather ones, which are kind of like just heel and just vamp. You know, like they have like that, 
You know what I'm talking about? I'll, yeah. I'll include a picture. Those are really cool. Those are very like 60s loungewear kind of stuff. Um, I kind of want a pair of those if I could find some for cheap. Um, mm-hmm. And um, But yeah, I mean, you don't really need to invest that much as long as you have one that you're like proud of. And if you want to spend the much, you can. Yeah, because Belgian slippers, you can find, you know, most of the, 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 the famous brands that make them. They're pretty pricey, but I see them on eBay or Amazon for yeah. pretty pretty cheap. I I know I don't I wouldn't say they're necessarily the ones that go for under a hundred dollars. I'm not sure about their quality, but you know they're they're just like slippers. They, they they'll hold up. I'm sure. Yeah, I know that footwear is important because it kind of like anchor in an outfit. So it is important to kind of figure out what you want to wear with your mm-hmm. overall home attire. So yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to close off now um, with a question from Al, which is, what are the best menswear books? And jokes on you, I don't know how to read. <laughs> was that uh, you or I, was that the question? Yeah. I never really grew up with the menswear, but I guess one of the first ones I did buy was Alan Flesser's Dressing the Man. Um, that I already knew the basics of vintage menswear which could apply to classic menswear, but I got the book because it had a lot of vintage illustrations in it. And I, you know, I, as a guy, I couldn't find apparel art scans very often. At least I didn't know what the search terms were. And I did not have access to an apparel arts book. You know, those are really expensive if you find them on eBay. Um, so I bought the book and it kind of had very basic stuff like, oh yeah, make sure you're, stuff isn't clashing with each other. Wear like lapels, you know, it's kind of like very, mid to late 90s because that's when it came out but that was my first mentor book and it's still kind of fun to have i think you can get it cheap on amazon if you really want to Mm. um i prefer getting more coffee table books like photography because i think that you're better off learning visually and seeing like okay that works you know and you know recreating that kind of stuff so there's like take ivy if you want to see some vintage stuff um one of my favorites is hollywood and the ivy look which is really great um really big pictures of like Anthony Perkins wearing like a desert boots with a suit, you know, um, Jack lemon kind of stuff. Um, I also have, I am dandy and we are dandy. Uh, those are fun to kind of see more extravagant, but also still kind of, you know, still wearable outfits from dandies around the world and in New York, um, made by our friends, Natty and Rose. Really great. I think that one actually got me the most into, like the journalistic side of menswear, like seeing and seeing and meeting people like that mm-hmm. have very distinct styles. And I think that kind of informed how I write as well. No, it's, um, a, re- it's should, a great, it's def- a great book. Very fascinating. Yeah. 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 Uh, I feel like I'm definitely going to, we're going to have like a book review of it and like a deep dive in the, well, in the future now, cause we're at yeah, home. We've, you know, we've so wanted to do right an now. episode for a while on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Really great. Um, you know, I, I think uh, when I wrote the photography um, article, I didn't really talk much about Rose because I was talking more about brands like the Armory and because Rose is more of like a portrait photographer. She doesn't really do work for like specific brands, although she has done stuff for the Armory. But I really think that she's one of the best photographers and seeing her work uh, in the, both of these books. And of course, Natty's uh, excellent writing and journalism on these people is really great. Um, and then the rest, you know, there's like uh, this guy by uh jamie ferguson or no i think it's that guy yeah or this i don't know that guy <laughs> this guy it's this guy just look down at it you know there's a lot of okay. menswear books um and then of course japanese magazines yep Lots yeah if you ones. could get if you get it your Talk- hands on like free and easy whatever clutch popeye you know yeah, the lightning stuff. archives those are really great i mean again it's more of like a visual learning thing but they're really great to have because um, again i don't think you're able to read i mean even though you know they don't read my blog because i you know but i don't think you get a lot from reading um i think that most written menswear is very like directional and and basically like an order from like a hierarchy like you know, a guy telling you hey you should do this which is why i don't really do that i tend to write more like hey here's what i did here's how i did it you know mm-hmm. there's no order in my voice but you know that's why i tend to default to just kind of seeing stuff and seeing where inspiration comes from so i'm a very visual book kind of guy yeah um but yeah definitely check those out um and there's a couple of books as well that are like you know collections of vintage ads that you can definitely find on like amazon or whatever which are really fun to have because i don't really they're they're cheaper too yeah i've never really read many menswear books either the ones that i do have are either as ethan said before picture books um so i have i have two of the coffee table books picture books makes them sound like i'm a child well you are (laughs) 
I know. I <laughs> they're not picture books, but they're books of photography. So I have yeah. two uh, coffee table books from the Vintage Showroom, which was a, a very nice vintage store. It is a very nice uh, vintage store in it's London. It's dead now. No, just kidding. Um, that, you know, they have a lot of rare pieces. And so the book is just kind of showing off. Here's the cool stuff we have. Uh, I borrowed Ame Torah from Ethan. That's oh, great book. Great really book. great book. Um, and then I just have a, I have like one or two books on like dating vintage menswear, like figuring out how old it is. Um, Which we know, we know. Yeah, but uh, th- that's yeah. Take Ivy is great too. I have I have that at home. I like to flip through it every once in a while. Yep, definitely same. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Bruce, I mean, if, Bruce now that you Boyer's have a lot of time stuff, to do that. I don't think either of that. us have read Bruce Boyer's books. Nope. Um, but so we can't necessarily recommend them. But I mean, everyone else recommends them, so give them a try. <laughs> yeah, that and like the David Coggins books too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, those are more so directional uh, style books. You know, like uh, when you're out, wear, wear this tie. You know, wear a knit tie with this. I don't. You know, yeah. I rather, rather see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know. Uh, if, pe- if people definitely like them, you know they're higher, they're held in very high regard in the menswear community, and and of course they're better, they're cooler than us. So yeah, yeah, we're not like <laughs> uh, I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to like throw shade or whatever by saying we haven't read it. It's not because we haven't we don't like them. It's just because we're like illiterate. So <laughs> yeah, we we're stupid. We're we just don't, stupid. we don't get the we don't uh, buy menswear books much. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's, hopefully that'll give you a good list of stuff to check out as you are stuck in quarantine or wherever you mm. are. Or hopefully you're safe. Um, yeah, we should and we I should try to include some like like links or whatever in the uh, in the show notes that people might find helpful during all this because you know, as I said before, sure. this is this is scary. But is, if we all stick together, yeah. things will be fine. Yeah. What happens if the, the the crisis is over when this comes out? It'll be a fun thing to look back on. <laughs> it would be a fun thing to look back on and be like, oh, remember that? But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll so see. let's finish off here with our movie and show recommendations for staying. Oh, in that's right. All the time. Yeah. Um, you know what I've been watching a lot of recently? What? I've been watching a lot of movies made during the Great Depression. Um, okay. Because those are very, like, they're generally very easy to watch. They're very, like, light. Um, and they're usually pretty uplifting. So I watched um, oh. Modern Times uh, the other night because I've been I've been using the Criterion channel more. That's on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, My Man Godfrey is a good one. Footlight Parade. You know, ch- check them out. Give them a shot. There you go. Um, I think that... Rear window would be fun to watch during all this because if yeah. you're stuck at home and you're just kind of uh, people watching outside we'll your be, door, yeah. Because so one one thing good. that one thing that Ethan and I have done to stay this is something you know that's pretty easy for anyone to do. We made like a Discord and added a bunch of our friends to it, and so one of the channels I'm hoping to do like movie movie nights or whatever. And uh, my list on there it's a little bit it's a little bit morbid, but it's topical. I have like you know Contagion. Okay. The, Sh- the Shining, Misery. Uh, <laughs> Lord. But yeah, check oh, them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, for comedy, um, I love watching comedy. I like that. That's what keeps me in a good mood and is a good distraction for me. I love watching comedy. Bang, bang. Um, I might. Uh, of course, The Office is great. Um, but and Frasier, obviously, you know, you know, if you want to have that whole like wistful uh seattle elite life kind of thing you yeah. know to live vicariously through you can watch man that. imagine imagine being quarantined in fraser's gigantic apartment wouldn't that be nice yeah right with the piano i mean i have a piano <laughs> right here next to me you know and yeah this whole this whole thing acts as like my study anyway um but uh i what i've been rewatching is community um mm. which has really been really fun it, you know uh, it's a it's a good way to kind of because if you don't know what the show is it's kind of like a parody of, it's just like comedy bang bang it's a parody of a lot of established tropes and everything and so it's like i'm getting other shows but through the lens of community of comedy bang bang so that's been fun um it's really good and then of course as always i think you should leave it's really short you know you can't really binge yeah. it but um definitely uh check it out it's one of the best comedies i've seen in recent uh recent you know you know what's the perfect binge watch thing right now this is what many are saying this on uh over on twitter uh on cinema at the cinema okay there's hours and hours and hours for those of you who do not know this is one of my favorite things period it is tim heidecker and greg turkington uh in a fake movie review thing 
uh just watch it it's great they have a movie it's awesome <laughs> that's on hulu too yeah 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 all, all good stuff well anyway i hope you guys are staying safe staying sane uh staying healthy and and uh you know uh, doing doing what you can and ke- keep it positive mm-hmm. um and uh, of course we invite you to listen to the whole archive of uh of uh style and direction you got like you know almost 40 episodes or nearly 40 episodes to listen to um if you're bored it's our early episodes went review. long too so <laughs> yeah exactly you know just have them on while you're fucking doing shit you know yeah that's what a lot of my friends do or watch it watch it before you or listen to it before you fall asleep that's what a lot of us mm-hmm. a lot of our friends do as well who are not into menswear yeah um follow us on instagram again we're gonna be posting some more content on there at style and direction uh read the show notes on street Expressa. it's gonna be in the, in the description of the episode as always um I am at Ethan M. Wong. I'm at Spencer DSO, which is, like, I think that's how I introduced myself this episode. That's, I think that's I introduced weird. by saying my Instagram uh, username, but I'm just, I'm, I'm making myself a brand. There you go. Yeah. You're everything I hate in life then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big, sh- big ups to uh, MJ and Matthew for helping us out by producing the podcast and creating the show notes and everything. Yeah. We could not, you know we wouldn't be able to create all this content without them um we'll see you guys in the next one at home (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye